I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hey guys, and, and welcome, welcome back, back to, to the, the group chat. And today we have a very important debate. One of the most important debates of ever. the podcast. Well, this isn't even part of a segment. This just has its own, this has its own special, you know, discussion. discussion. At the start. Um, so the other day, I don't even know where I was, but I was just saying to my boyfriend how I'm converted to a pepsi gal i'm a pepsi max gal now mm. and we've always been coke, coke no, no sugar. sugar like for the longest time like you know we'll have a coke no sugar over anything only since like the past few years though we actually never used, used to, to drink, drink soft drink, drink. and yeah. we, we we never like grew up drinking soft drink like even when we grew up our house never yeah. had soft drink we were a little fridge. bit too health freak we just wouldn't even have soft no, drink. No, but like not even trying to be healthy. Like we just in growing up, our household never had soft drink. Yeah, that's true um, actually. But, but yeah. yeah. And we then did, we did go through our little hard, no sugar. hardcore health phase and didn't have soft drink. But yeah. And now, then and then we converted we, you know, opened up to the world of Coke No Sugar and became obsessed with that. Yeah. And then when we were in Port Douglas, we had Pepsi, Pepsi Maxes because that was the only option. And then I was like, oh, this is nice, but I didn't really think too much of it. And then me and my boyfriend will sometimes buy with our groceries like a, a Coke, no sugar or whatever. A box. And there was only Pepsi Maxes, so we just got that. And I'm fully converted now. It tastes so much better. Like I just – I feel like you're either a Coke girl or like you're either a Coke person or a Pepsi person. And like I love if, them both. If you go to a place and they don't have one – you kind of turn your nose but up Pepsi at it. Pepsi Max is so good though. Yeah. And so I was like, this needs to be a debate because... It's weirdly like sweeter. I don't know how to explain it's it. It's got way more like, flavour. Or like more vanilla-y. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I find it just has way more flavour. And It like, actually wasn't until last... I actually didn't... It wasn't up until last year that I realised Pepsi Max was the no sugar version of Pepsi. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> no, I didn't know that either until you mentioned it. But Really? When I, well, when I mentioned it to my boyfriend, I was like, oh, I'm a Pepsi girl now. Like, I've converted. And he was like, I literally can't taste the difference. I was like, what so do you different. mean? I, can, I can't taste the difference between all the different Cokes, but I can between Pepsi and Coke. Like, they're so different. Mm. But yeah, so I was like, I need to get everyone's opinions on this because this is a debate that needs to be solved. Debated. 
So we had our little debate on our stories, if you follow us on Instagram, and it was, are you a Coke No Sugar or a Pepsi Max? I feel like they're going to be pretty even. Which I should have just said Coke or Pepsi because the Cokes can, you know, there's heaps of different Cokes, but whatever. No, but Coke No Sugar, there's only one type of Coke No Sugar, right? Like, is there vanilla Coke No Sugar? No, 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 yeah. But there's heaps of different Cokes. All right. Unfortunately, 63% said Coke said No Sugar. They were Coke No Sugar girly. Um, I'm like, guys, have you guys been exposed to Pepsi Max? Obviously not. <laughs> but 63% said they Coke No Sugar, and then 37% said Pepsi Max. Yeah. And I'm with you, Pepsi Max girlies. I, don't, I just. I feel like it's one of those things where you're loyal to the one you like, though. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But someone replied, Fanta. Fanta? Oh. I no, you'll never, never see me drinking. I was never Fanta. <laughs> never my, Fanta no, my boyfriend is a Fanta person. Really? He will get Fanta over anything. Like, Fanta, oh, no sugar. See, orange flavored anything, I will just. Nah. He, like, that, we that's his go to. And I'm our, like, we what love is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> we grew up loving fire engines. The raspberry, raspberry, raspberry lemonade and creaming soda was our favourite. Oh, so good. <laughs> also a solo or squash person. I never <laughs> grew up liking them. But I actually since my like boyfriend moved here, he I was first like exposed to solo and he loves them. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? So any of, any, Coke. <laughs> any of the citrusy ones he likes. Yeah, I think so. See, I don't mind. I don't mind, like. Uh, but also, solo or squash. If we've got any UK listeners in the the group chat today, but apparently over there they, they have heaps of different legislations and rules where they can't have like particular like you know the numbers and the the oh, colours and stuff. Inside. So theirs taste completely Green. different, and like their Fanta's like yellow apparently, and so ours is obviously like got all the fake stuff. Like ours is like American level stuff, Random. and it's full bright orange, and theirs wow. is yeah completely different. Learn something new every day. I know. Yeah, anyways, that was just an important debate we needed to have. But moving on now, I just wanted to address the Band-Aid on my finger. <laughs> oh, God. Olivia's just giving me the rude finger, like, from the other end of the table. No, I just need to say. <laughs> I've got a sore. <laughs> my fingers are sore too. I've got the same sore finger. I'm not saying it's sore. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. <laughs> no, but mine's. I've got a sore that one is for. I'm sore. Oh, <laughs> me and my boyfriend do this really weird thing whenever we walk into lifts. It's like a competition of who can press. Especially when I'm going into my apartment, but it's like a competition of who can press the elevator buttons first. <laughs> right, and you decide really to wear fresh nails on. Well, I had my nails done yesterday, and then we were like fighting over trying to press the elevator button first, and somehow in the process, my finger got bent back. No, <laughs> <laughs> it really hurts now. It really hurts. Okay, well, let me get back to my finger situation. I got my nails done on Thursday, and. They are a little bit long. They are long. <laughs> but I just wanted to be adventurous because I've been watching the Kardashians. They have really long nails. <laughs> so I was like, I want to have long nails. So I went and got them done and they did a really good job. I'm not going to lie. They're really nice. But they're like, so by Sunday, which is like not even four days, the like my middle finger nail started lifting at the nail bed. 
And, like, it's fully lifting off in the sense where, like, if I take this Band-Aid off, it's going to fling off. <laughs> so I've kind of got the Band-Aid there. just go and get it fixed? Just wait. I've got the Band-Aid there um, just to kind of, like, stop it from falling off because the my pet peeve is having one nail off. Oh, and, like, I know. Once if one comes off, they're all they coming all off. Come off. <laughs> and I was like, I got this done on Thursday, four days ago, and they cost me $130. You bet these, <laughs> $130. Yeah, you bet these nails are not coming off. So I've glued God. it down with a Band-Aid. And I called them and I was like, hi, get my nails done on Thursday. Like one of them's already like flinging off. Can I please come in and get it fixed? And they were like really lovely about it. And they're like, yeah. But I just I haven't gotten around to doing it because it's just so out of the way. And now all the other ones are nearly flinging off. So I'm about to walk in here with, with six band-aids on all my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't come off. I just got my nails done and they are such good quality. Like I need, I, I wow, need to find a good so nail good. place. That's one thing. Ever since I moved to Sydney, like she used I this, haven't found. She used this bottle gel but it wasn't in a bottle it was like in those tubs in a tub that like a hair wax would come in that's, that's what, what mine it looks like too and it was so cool and like yeah they feel so strong like stronger than acrylics but like they're not as bad as acrylics so. yeah that's what mine were as well and like literally all of them are like lifting off at the nail bed and I don't oh. really know what to do I'm like should I go get them fixed but then I'm gonna ask them to fix like seven of them yeah, they're, so they're not even gonna bother gonna doing that for set. free yeah and so I don't really know what to do oh. but I'm just a bit annoyed because they were 130 dollars um but yeah, one thing I haven't, I just, whenever, since I moved, I have not found a good nail salon because like they're either booked out, not taking new clients or they do just a shit job good. and they don't, they don't stay on and I have to wear five band-aids on all my fingers <laughs> <laughs> to hold them down. Bloody <laughs> hell, Kardashians. I know. You just don't get the long nails. Blame it on the Kardashians. I need cut the Kardashians nail ladies to come, come do my nails. All right. First, TMI. Hey, guys, I have a confession slash TMI. I also just want to say before I start that I'm also an identical twin and I love the pod. Oh, thank you. Okay, so I'm writing this literally moments after this happened. So this is like live. This is this is like wow. fresh. So she like had the incident. She, the, the first thought she had was, got to write it into the group chat. <laughs> Starts like drafting up her email. <laughs> literally. I love that though. I'm like... As soon as a TMI or an embarrassing story happens, I instantly think of, like, our podcast. I'm like, got to write it down. <laughs> okay, so I'm writing this literally moments after this happened. So myself and my girlfriend were having some adult time and I was in the most vulnerable position with my legs above my head. Dot, oh. dot, dot. <laughs> we had a TV remote on the headboard and it fell onto my face mid-pump and my gums started bleeding and my lips swelled up and it hurt so bad that I started crying and my partner was mid-orgasm. <laughs> and I had to get up whilst crying in pain, rinse my bloody mouth out whilst leaving my partner, feeling so bad, but also that she oh was mid-orgasm. <laughs> but it's okay, we got so back to it afterwards like and I'm now sitting time. with ice on my mouth whilst typing this. <laughs> She's that's just, so funny. She just comes out with like ice on her face and she's like got a phone out writing this TMI. <laughs> it's funny. Like she probably didn't even get to finish herself off. She just, yeah. <laughs> They're both just screaming there like in the, at the same time over like different, different pleasures. <laughs> okay. I have a TMI confession. A couple of weeks ago, my boyfriend of three years was eating my 
cat emoji. <laughs> and just when I was orgasming, I farted in his face. Oh, God. I tried my best to cover it up, but he stopped midway through me orgasming and completely ruined it. I was so embarrassed that that happened and started to cry. <laughs> oh. He was just on the other side of the bed laughing, saying it wasn't a big deal and that it didn't stink. <laughs> I honestly feel like I would just laugh at something like that. Now, every time we are doing that action, I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, See, the thing with getting embarrassed is if you don't feel embarrassing, if you don't, no, if you don't feel embarrassed, it's not embarrassing. So you just got to carry on and not get embarrassed. And then you, it's not embarrassing. I also feel like I... I don't know. I mean, I guess every every relationship's different, but like my relationships just we've got absolutely no comfort. Like there is no barrier with our comfort. Like we That's so good though. Like I would probably just laugh at something like that. Like Yeah. That you oh, I was going to I kind of want to know. I don't know. Maybe like I don't know how we could get guys to participate but I just want to know maybe even if the girls that go and ask their boyfriends or partners for like what their opinion is on this but I just want to know do guys find queefing attractive or not <gasps> well because I feel like there's nothing very... you can do about it it's not like I know you but can't, like you can't even stop it like you're fine well, you're gonna stop yeah obviously you can't, can't stop it but I feel like some it's actually a, more of a turn on sometimes a turn on yeah like I feel like what <laughs> Well, I don't know. That's what I want to know. Like, are there, like, okay, is it, is it, let me write that down in my notes and we'll have that as our next. Is it seen as a turn on more than a turn off? Like, ep 16. Wait, sorry. Um, because, okay, that can be our next. I don't really want to talk about my sex life. A little discussion. Because it can get a little bit too deep. I don't want to. Maybe don't if you don't. Okay. Okay, we'll we'll get you girls to ask your boyfriends for our next episode what their thoughts are on it. Obviously, it's a normal thing, which is fine. Like, you can, it's one of those things where you can just brush off. But then I also just want to know if it's one of those things that's actually considered a turn on. Mm. Yeah, true. I don't know. I mean, mm, interesting. We can we can have that conversation next episode. Okay, let's get into our dilemma debate. What's this podcast turned into? Is that like a bit of I a know. weird topic to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> weird, co- weird conversation well, just... at the table to be just having a topic about queefing. Like, yeah. Like, can I just ask you a question for the podcast that I'm writing in for? Okay, dilemma debate. This is more of a discussion rather than a poll or a debate, but. If you were listening to our previous episode, we had someone write in asking about initiating sex in the bedroom. They were saying that she was saying how to make the first move. Yeah, how to make the first move. She was saying her boyfriend often always makes the first move, so she needs advice on how to do that. So we're like, this is the perfect opportunity to get you girls and boys to write in and we can have, you know, you all, we can have some other people's opinions other than just ours. So... The story was my boyfriend always initiates sexy time. I really want to spice it up and make the first move, but I don't know how, question mark. What are ways you like to initiate in the bedroom? Basically, just asking you guys how you spice it up. How do you... Or if you have any new ideas or 
Yeah. Advice. So let's go through some of the replies. I said lingerie, but elaborating on this, after your shower or even when you're going to bed, chuck your lingerie set on and walk out to meet him in bed. I'm telling you, he will know what you want. Also, throughout the day, you can send little messages as hints for when he gets home. Honestly, Google is so helpful with this stuff. Don't be afraid to Google. Which is kind of like similar to what we touched on in our last episode. A girl has wrote in and said, my partner and I have recently bought some connection cards. It gets you both talking about what the other person enjoys and how they might like to spice things up. It's always super hard to guess, so talking about it with your partner is super Wait, important. Wait, no, that's actually a really good idea. Take a trip to the sex shop and like get yeah. or honey bird like, or something yeah, like that like, like you can find like games stuff. that can initiate things or just like yeah. make things change it up there's even apps different. there's apps you can download yeah um, there's so many things these days she said i've been with my partner for eight years so sometimes it can oh, feel wow. repetitive but trying to start it in a different environment example the kitchen the lounge room shower etc can feel more spontaneous than just always doing it in the bedroom Touching can also be a big thing. Start by touching your partner in ways that lets them know how, you f- how you're feeling, giving them slow kisses and then getting more into it from there. It doesn't have to be too complex. Remember, you can make nearly any situation sexy. That's a good one. <laughs> Some girl said, my boyfriend loves nail scratches and he sleeps nude, so I always tease his thighs and always get a response. Um, <laughs> While standing, start kissing him, then literally just pull his pants down and get to work. I feel yeah, like... Sometimes I just I want you like to get straight to it. Like body, literally, Body tickles are definitely a good initiator. Someone they said, love. just go for it. Boys are turned on and in the mood if you just look at them. <laughs> Not wrong. A lot of people have said lingerie. Yes. I feel like you can't go wrong with a nice new lingerie, sexy movie, lingerie, hand on the thigh, kissing, complimenting. (laughs) Someone said, when he's big spoon, I move my butt purposely against his you know what. Yeah. (laughs) Just give a little nudge, nudge. Massage. Yeah, you guys could do a little massage session. Yeah. Oh my god! I literally wrote. I literally said this in our last episode. Someone wrote in, "Him on the lounge, you in lingerie with a trench coat over the top, and surprise him." I l- she must have she, maybe she saw the TikTok that I saw. Maybe that's a, a hidden thing, a little secret, the trench coat or the the robe or something. I feel like it's the whole. You see it in movies too where like they're standing there and they drop the thing off their shoulders mm. and they're just standing there. Yeah, with the lingerie or... Mm. Someone said, just do it when he least expects it while he's playing a game, like say PlayStation, Xbox, watching Catch movie, them off guard. Catch them off guard, yeah. Which is funny because like in my head, like I would think not to do that because they're distracted. Like, are they not going to react how you want them to because no, they're distracted? No, catching them off guard would be, I feel like, I feel like good because it'll surprise them and turn them on and make them want to stop what they're doing, mm. you know? Because they're like, okay, I've got something I need to attend to. First advice for our advice hotline for this episode before we start giving advice, please remember we are not qualified professionals, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are light-hearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. 
She goes, advice moving in with a guy best friend. Hey, ladies, I have just recently discovered your podcast and I am obsessed. Thank you. (laughs) So I would love your help on a personal issue. So me and this guy have been friends for almost two years and I've had feels for him for close to a year. He had a girlfriend for most of last year, but they broke up around September. Following that, we spent nearly every day together and were very flirty and heaps of people were joking that we'd get together. Anyway, flash to today and we have decided to move in together next year as we have both accepted jobs in a different state and won't know anyone else. I am worried that my self-esteem is going to plummet if he is bringing home girls, etc. while I still have feelings for him. Do you guys think it's a bad idea to move in together? Wow, this is so so different because this could actually be the start of your guys' love story. Yeah, but it could also be awkward where he is bringing other people home and then if you're like sitting there like... But then again, you can bring guys home too. Yeah, you can bring guys home too. We we also don't want to make it like a a tit-for-tat spiteful thing where like... No, no, we don't. We're trying to just, you know... (laughs) hurt each other oh uh, yeah that's hard um i think we need how do you to know he doesn't have feelings some, for you though well that's i feel like we really need to find some ground here with where you guys stand with each other and if yeah. you guys are friends or if there is a possibility to be more than friends because you said that following like following his breakup you spent nearly every day together and were very flirty and heaps of people were like joking about you guys getting together like i feel like they're not just like small little Coincidences? Yeah, or like lighthearted jokes to make. Like obviously people could see something there and you, you know, yeah, if but you're spending also every day a guy as like well. he could just be flirty and not realise that it could just be his personality. But also he could be flirting with you because he actually likes you and is into you. I feel so like how? I feel like we definitely need to establish this situation and with friendship him. with him first before making that big move yeah. next year. I mean, it's still a while away, so you have plenty of time. You also don't know what's going to happen in that time mm-hmm. frame. Even um, just, like, having that conversation with him. So, like, if we were to move in together, where do we stand? Where yes. is the line drawn? What is each other's boundaries? Yeah. Yes. And that yeah. goes, that goes, you know, that goes with, like, yeah, getting with each other, I guess. Yeah. I but think, if you both yeah. stay, if you both state you are just purely friends, platonic friends, you are just living together because it's, you know, convenient for the both of you. You both have a really great friendship. And that's going to be hard, like, the fact that you're both moving to different states and not going to know anyone else. I mean, it could be a good thing, though, because you guys could bond and, you know, make new friends and things like that together. And if you do only have each other, you know, I... I would find it hard that he'd be able to just go out and like, unless he's maybe going on dating apps and things like that. But like, it's not like he's got a group group of friends to go out with and bring a girl home sort of thing. So, yeah. I also do think it's better, easy, like it's easier said than done. But like, if he was to take that route where he was bringing girls home and like actively dating, I know you said you have feelings for him, but like, what is it like you can do the exact same, you know, like mm. you can go and actively date, jump on the dating apps. You can, you're in a new state. So why wouldn't you want yeah, to? Like you're in a new area. Don't hold yourself back from yeah, going and meeting don't hold guys yourself or back. people as like well. You can go on dates yeah. and bring guys home too. Like, I don't know. I think if you do think 
the thought of seeing him bringing girls home and the thought of seeing him actively dating, like if you have that expectation that that could happen, potentially happen, and it just it it doesn't like, sit with does you. not yeah, yeah sit well with you. Like if the thought of that just makes you want to vomit, then maybe then living don't. with him is not that the won't best be a good decision. Idea, I mean, you can go on flatmates and things like that these days, and yeah. find flatmates to move in with. Yeah, you can find like a group of girls or yeah, something. Find other girls and then make new friends as well. But obviously, it's definitely makes you feel comfortable moving in with someone that you know. No. And you guys sound like you have a good friendship. Like you just get along. Yeah, there's good friendship there as well, which is good. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like the more you put expectations on how it will go as well is the more you're opening yourself up to being disappointed. Yeah. So you still have ages. I would definitely try and establish the ground of your friendship or situationship or whatever you go, wherever you guys stand, how he sees you. And even if before you do make that move, definitely set all of those boundaries between you and him about where you guys sit what's going to happen what's your status together if it's just friends that's it you know yeah yeah you definitely need to lay down those ground ground rules, rules first <laughs> and boundaries mm. and then yeah I guess just see how you feel with the worst case scenario and if it yeah. really doesn't sit well yeah I don't think it's a bad yeah, idea but I definitely could think be an opportunity for your own relationship to blossom yeah but if you have the expectation you you might you know you could get disappointed because you never know yeah but all the best I'm really looking forward to like an update now where like if next year comes around and say they move in together or they don't yeah or you still got ages long time away, you got ages so so much can change and happen so in much can change yeah yeah I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Our next advice. Ashley's like smirking at me. Like I don't know what to expect. I'm honestly a little bit worried to talk about this one. It's some serious discussion here. Okay. Okay. This is what she says. Hi guys, loving the podcast. I was just hoping for some advice. My fiance and I are getting married in November this year, and I am so excited. I can't wait to marry him. We've been together for eight years in August, but I can't help but think how much our relationship has changed. We've been living in our house for three years and I feel like since we've moved in together, it's changed. I don't feel like we show as much love for each other. Like I don't feel as loved as I used to. Our physical touch has dropped dramatically. We don't have sex anywhere near as much as we used to. I just want it to be like it used to when we first got together because I feel like we are an old married couple already. Any advice on how to put the spark and love together back into a relationship and have fun together again? This yeah. is really, really interesting one. That's literally next month. That's like a month away, August. No, November. November. Oh. Did you say August? Did I say November? It's November. What does it say? They're getting married in November this year. Oh, I thought you said August. Maybe I did accidentally say August. Um, Anyways, well, it says wait. November. It's a few months away. But that's quite a heavy, you know, 
topic. I feel like yeah. it's also really good that you can obviously you're quite self-aware of what's happening in a relationship to acknowledge these things now mm. and try and fix them before it does get loaded down the track it is sad though because like I feel like this time of like this time of your relationship where you're about to get married you should be like super super excited like it should be like a really lovely time of they've been together for eight years in August Oh, that's, that's where, where I got the August, August from. from. Yeah. Right. That's um, a long time. That is a long time. But, like, I feel like if you're, you know, getting married and, 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 like, you're approaching that kind of season of your relationship, I just feel like it should be a really happy, lovey time of your life and, you you like, you both should be – I don't know. I just feel like you both should be – yeah, I think – I think it's definitely possible to put the spark back into this mm. relationship, but it's just going to require a lot of effort and work from, from both, both of you. Ends, yeah. And I feel like that's just with every relationship too, though. Like a relationship is something that you've got to constantly be putting work and effort into. Like you can't just, you know, sit back and once all the hard work's been done, you know, expect everything, all the wheels to just move the same and like feel the yeah. same and for it to work the same yeah, and I feel like with any for relationship, the rest of your life, if you're together for that long, it will start to get, you know, boring or you'll start to, you'll get more busy and you won't prioritise each other as much. Like it just is so normal to happen. Everyone will experience that or go yeah. through that. Yeah. I do think it is salva- sal- salvageable with, is that even a word? <laughs> salvageable? <laughs> um, we literally just make up words in this place. Solvable? So uh, it, it is fixable. Achievable. <laughs> But yeah, like Ashley said, it will take a lot of effort from both ends and a lot of acknowledgement from both ends as well. Like to I put think, in that work. Yeah, yeah, I think if you sit down and just express how you're feeling and saying all of these thoughts and say yeah. this is how you and feel. It, it kind of comes down to like that saying as well, like the grass isn't always going to be greener. It's just greener where you choose to water it. Like, mm. you know, something like this you can definitely fix. It's not going to fix if you just, you know, think that your relationship's dead and you guys need to part ways like it's just the fact that you guys have gotten to this point where you need to put in a lot of work to keep the relationship and that spark alive you know by doing things like still going on dates and making that effort I saw a TikTok pop up on my explore page recently and she was basically explaining you know how she's been in a relationship for like maybe six years or something and she was talking about how like all of her tips to keep a relationship long lasting and like all the things that you know, really keep the relationship alive for that long. And, you know, she was saying, like, by both of you still putting in that effort to say I love you and making that, like, you know, making those little moves and, like, affection on each other and showing each other affection. And yeah, and she and I, I saw something Doing things well. for each other like and going on a dinner still. date every yeah, week. Even yeah, even though you live together, like, you know, go on those dates still as if you are just dating and put effort into your time and quality time together and, you know, make time for yourselves as well so you're not just on top of each other all the time, especially when you're living together. But it's so easy to reach that point where you're just in this comfortable pattern and, like, routine where you and kind you of lazy. just become as, like, housemates yeah. and you don't put as much effort in because you feel like, well, mm. all the hard work's done. But I think, yeah, it's really, like, just the grass is greener where you water it. You, yeah. just, you just need to water the relationship and it'll blossom and yeah and even like what we were saying in our 
in our dilemma discussion before, but like obviously we can't always expect the man to initiate everything. Mm-hmm. So like if you feel like you haven't initiated anything for a long time, you know, maybe take some of those tips we were talking about previously or even we spoke about it briefly in our last episode. So if you go back and listen to that that one, but we were like – Maybe just try and spice it up a little bit, initiate something, yeah. get and the ball rolling, just show that you're like interested and this is what you want. Yeah. And I think it's also a good thing to have regular check-ins with the relationship as well, with where you guys stand, any like anything you're expecting. Yeah, or like anything you're sort of expecting from each other or wanting more from each other. And just like, yeah, I think sit down and be like, hey, it's kind of been feeling a bit flat lately. I feel like, you know, obviously it's not anything personal towards each of you and there's no, like, wrong in this situation. It's just a, it's just both being super self-aware and, like, acknowledge that you both need to put a little bit more effort in to make this relationship a bit more exciting, especially when you are going through that stage where you're about to get married and, you know, there's supposed to be really, really exciting times in your life where there's heaps of excitement and passion and love and yeah you don't want to reach that old you know old married couple I really I really don't I really dislike that whole stigma around like yeah I agree the old couple the boring old couple that don't love each other anymore you know like or like you're out of the honeymoon phase yeah the whole my honeymoon phase because it's it's possible to still have a blossoming blooming relationship 30 years down the line it's just you just got to put that work and effort in and and like show each other that you love each other and yeah and I also be willing to do that this is a bit of a different point of view but I mean you didn't really touch on how your relationship is and I'm just assuming it's you know very healthy you both get along very well but if it wasn't, like if you guys find you're disagreeing heaps or it's really toxic or you don't like what other what other the other person does or if any part of you throughout this process leading up to the wedding and like, you know, if any part of your body just feels so off about it or like you have a gut feeling like you shouldn't go through with it or if it's, you know, if it's not right, like there's just no wrong timing to pull back because I remember listening to a podcast a while ago and it was about someone who is in the public eye and they got divorced pretty soon after they got married and she was saying throughout the whole process she just had this gut feeling that like it wasn't right but she just kept pushing through because of the kind of responsibility and the thought that everyone the pressure yeah, of just it's going like, through it's, with it's it. It's the pressure. Yeah. Like when everyone, you've, you know, you've sent out invites and everyone's waiting for this big day for your big, lovely wedding. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure for you to just yeah. push, push you through. You guys have been together for eight years already, which is a really long time. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like you can't put too much expectation on yourself as well because like you said, you can't help but stop thinking how much the relationship has changed. But over eight years, of course, a relationship is going yeah. to change. Like you both in that time have probably changed as people and like evolved and grown yeah. as people and separately and Completely whether you guys people. grow together or grow apart, I don't know. But yeah, of course, over that period, it's going to be completely different to at the start. Like, yeah, it's a big time in your life where you would have grown heaps. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I mean, I think we did touch on that briefly. I would definitely just try a few things like what we were saying to just try and bring that spark back and yeah, maybe I think definitely have a conversation as well. I think yeah. the last, the thing that comes down to everything is communication. All right, this one is our last advice hotline, but something a little bit different we haven't touched on. And a lovely girl has written in, hey, Liv and Ash, love your podcast. I listened to your last podcast about the chicks proposing if the guys are taking too long and just wanting to propose themselves. Yous have talked about relationships, proposing, traveling and everything relating to those topics. I wanted to get your thoughts and opinions on kids. Do you or your partners want to have kids? Have you thought about kids? I'm 22 years old and I personally don't want or see myself having kids. I love children, but being the oldest of five children, it's put me off wanting to have children of my own. I raised my three younger siblings from when they were babies alongside my mum and dad when they were together. I used to want to have a big family when I was younger, but as I grew up, I realised how financially difficult it is to raise kids in today's generation. Very true. Mm -hmm. I fully agree. Also, having depression, anxiety and other health problems, I wouldn't want to see my kids experiencing that themselves because it's not a nice thing to have. I would rather travel the world, build a house, build a life with my boyfriend who also doesn't want kids. We have the same views on this topic. That's perfect then. I know, right? That's amazing. You a perfect match. But her question is, I would love to know what you girls think and possibly asking this question as your dilemma debate because I would love to know what everyone else thinks about this topic, which is very true. We could do a dilemma debate about kids. Yeah, we haven't really spoken kids. about this much at all. Um, I feel like kids is like a really controversial topic in the sense where a lot of people have different views and on it. And firm. And very firm decisions on if they think. What they think. Yeah. I also feel like it's one of those things where it is a personal preference. Like it is no one else's decision whether you should have kids. No one should pressure you to have kids if you don't want to. I think it should be a personal decision with you and your partner, 100%. I guess. And I feel like at the end of the day, if you guys are the ones raising the kid, then the only decision that matters are you guys because – if you genuinely feel like you're not emotionally stable enough, you know, financially stable enough or physically stable enough to be able to raise a kid, why would you just, you know, do that because of the pressure of other people? I also feel like some people grow up and their whole life kind of purpose is they cannot wait to be a mother. Like there yeah. is those people yeah. who like grow up and they just love kids like yeah. they cannot wait to be a mom and have their own kids of their yeah. own but then there's also those people who are just complete opposite end complete of the spectrum opposite. and just don't have any desire for that and you know their purpose in life is to build their own career and life and travel and live for themselves and yeah I also think you're only 22 yeah and I, I know you probably well. get this so a lot you probably young. get people say things like oh maybe you'll hit a stage where you want kids kind of annoying like you know if you have made the decision you don't want kids that's fine but you are 22 like you You're are so, so young, young. Yeah. you I wouldn't even be stressed don't need it. to feel like you have that pressure on yourself anytime soon like yeah. and I also think like a generational thing people are s slightly having them a bit older I feel than like say our parents generation mm. um I mean I don't want to touch too much on myself but 
again, I personally haven't grown up as that person who can't wait to have kids. And, you know, I've always said, like, if I was to have kids, it will be my late 20s or early 30s. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I don't have that desire to have kids kids or like I'm I'm not that type of person who's like I can't wait to have kids mm. and maybe I will hit a stage when I'm older and like I've done a lot with my yeah. life and I'm a bit more settled yeah maybe I will be like okay now's the right time front of your future right now yeah but that could not. change in five years ten years time yeah but I'm just never putting that pressure on myself I'm not putting any pressure on myself yeah and there's no need to make that decision right now either yeah and, and at like, the moment like me and my partner both have the same views on kids yeah and at the moment if your priority is building your own lives and like your stable foundation as and a house and travel yeah as a relationship and part like as partners you know you want to build that stable foundation for yourself to eventually maybe you know be able to raise a child or something but you're not at that stage to do that yet so yeah you know we have to be able to build our own and foundations I think that's amazing that you and your partner like you and your boyfriend both have the same views and like he's saying he doesn't want kids either like I think that's amazing um and yeah I honestly just think keep doing you because I think you've got nothing to worry about like yeah and there's nothing wrong with being a little bit selfish and just wanting to do you know do as much you know prioritize yourself as much as you can and go travel the world for as long as you want and spend you know as much of your time doing whatever you want for yourself like there's nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah I agree and even if you wanted to grow up and just have cats or have dogs like you do you mm-hmm. like no one Rufus is enough <laughs> of my child right you're, now yeah you're... I have my hands full for at least 15 years <laughs> so no he's like I honestly feel like I have a son like yeah, he, is he is such a high maintenance needy dog so, yeah, I do have my hands full. He's my so, son. Yeah. So I think just keep doing what you're doing and, you know, you you're still so young, so you really just don't have to feel pressured by that anytime <laughs> soon. What? I'm just laughing because just what I was saying just before, like I I can't explain how much I feel like a mum with a toddler with my dog because mm. it's like he's just a never aging toddler. Like, even anywhere we drive. He just can't communicate with you. Yeah, like, anywhere we drive, he's, he sits in the back seat and just, like, sooks and cries. And, like, even while we're driving today to drop him off to his carer, his he's crying in the back seat. And, like, my boyfriend's holding his little toy, like, you know, as if the dad's in the front seat trying to distract the baby oh. in the back seat to stop them from crying. Like, that's literally what it was like. It was, like, trying to distract him. Like, come on, shh. Stop crying. Like, he, he seriously, he oh, acts like a little no, baby. He's so cute. Maybe he sensed you guys were leaving him. Oh, no, he honestly did. Like, we got to her house and oh, he was, so he, no, I'm not kidding you. Like, he was so excited. He went crazy because they have a dog there as well. So he's, like, got this little friend to play with. And he was so excited and running around the house and all that. The second me and my boyfriend walked towards the door, he came like running towards the door to leave with us. And then like obviously the lady who's looking after him like went and grabbed him so he didn't run out the door. And his mood just changed instantly when he knew that we were leaving and like he wasn't coming with. So sad. I know. Actually he just loves us so much. No, he's actually the sweetest little he's thing. He's so cute. Ashley sends me Snapchats of so Rufus much. every single day. Like I literally, if I haven't gone a whole day without Snapchat, I'll be like, 
FaceTime her like, excuse me, where is the baby? Because I need he? to see photos of him. He is a little baby. Need to get my daily dose of him. Um, anyways, went off topic a little yeah, bit. Yeah, anyways, off topic. But yeah, you do you, girl. I think like, yeah, yeah no one's pressuring you at all. And if you want to, um, yeah, travel and build a house and live your life, then that is amazing. Okay, let's get into our hot or drops of the episode. And I'm going to quickly touch on my hot or drop. Mine is my Pepsi Max, of course, because I literally cannot go to a single day without it. And, yeah, that's my hot. Ashley has a hot that we both want to touch on. I do. I have a hot. And I posted a story about it the other day, and so many of you guys were applying, not understanding what I was talking about. Same with me. I don't know if this is a recent new feature. I don't think it is. On the Apple iPhone, on the camera... You can change the ratio in your camera roll, like the, the photo the dimensions, ratio. Like the, like the, the like dimensions. Like the dimensions. Yeah, or... like the ratio of the photo in the camera roll. And this, when I found this out, it mind-blown me. How did you me. find this out? I, I cannot explain to you because for the longest time, if I wanted to take a photo that's like, I, uh, like Instagram story size, I hated the fact that it would either crop it in really far because yeah. it's like making it long or the fact that I'd have to take it on my Instagram and just save it. Yeah. I cannot explain to you how much this blew my mind and has changed my out? life because I've had this thought in the back of my mind for so long being like, oh, my God, it would just be such a great feature if Apple <laughs> gave you the opportunity to change the ratio in your camera roll. And then the other day I just saw that you could and I was like, where yeah. has this been my whole life? Anyways, I was just taking photos on my story like in my camera roll and like randomly my boyfriend was just next to me and he was like, oh, you can change the ratio. And I was like, what? What? Like, what do you mean? Anyway, so if you slide up, there's obviously the four by three button, which is the normal camera ratio that you take photos with. Yeah. And then if you click on it, there's obviously there's a square option or the 16 by nine ratio and 16 16 by by nine nine is the Instagram stories. And TikTok. Yes. This, like, I cannot explain to you how much this has changed my life. Like, I, yeah, I have crazy. been thinking it for so long, being like, oh, you know what? I can't think Apple hasn't done this yet. Yeah. Like, this is well, so random. I learned it from you, and then I posted a story as well saying, like, oh, my God, like, this, even my story was way better quality since using it. Right. And I, I said it as well, and everyone was applying, like, please explain, like, oh, what cause do you no, mean? Oh, because another way I used to do it was I would video and you know when you're videoing while oh, you're videoing, you can photo. take photos. Yeah. I would take video photos while I'm videoing to get my 16 by 9 ratio photo. Mm. And when I posted my story, so many people didn't understand what I was talking about and, like, wanted me to explain. So this is just me explaining. But that's wow. my hot for the week is yeah. my discovery of the fact that you can change the ratio of your camera roll. Yeah, that's a good one. So cool. Anyways, that concludes this week's episode. As always, it is our pleasure. I always have so much fun. Like I just I cannot wait for podcast recordings. Um, and, you know, if you guys ever have a TMI, think of yeah, us straight or a away. dilemma or advice hotline, please email or DM our Instagram. And we usually don't ask much from you guys, but please, if you can, it really supports us and helps us keep this podcast running. If you could just give us a little review or, you know, support our Instagram. Give it a share. Give it a little share or, you know, tell your your family, your friends. <laughs> um, but, yeah, 
We loved having you here in the group chat today and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. You have now left the group chat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 